0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us in yet another overcast day here in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Sue Brand, Managing Director of RBD Star Rating, an independent quality assessment company. Sue, hello.
1: Hello. Thank Thank you for coming on
0: the program. Uh, It's a pleasure having you here today. Uh, Now, normally we get straight into the subject of leadership, but considering the ongoing COVID outbreak, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, how has this affected your business?
1: Well, first of all, I would like to say that these last few months have clearly demonstrated what an important role the care sector plays within the NHS. The many examples we have seen and heard, both in the press and on television, relating to the amazing work carried out by these dedicated groups of staff, in the most difficult of circumstances, has been both humbling and uplifting. Um, and as far as w- our job um, has been in RDB storytelling, we are updating and reviewing the model, with obviously um, all the latest regulations that have been coming out and everything that's having to be done. So we've been quite busy over these last few months.
0: Do you feel that this is going to have a permanent effect on your business?
1: Uh, No. I think that uh, at the end of the day, um, the one sad thing is is that the public um, are getting slightly frightened of the care sector and disillusioned. And I think that um, what we do, which is to identify quality providers, um, it will give hopefully some confidence to uh, the sector. Um, obviously at the moment we are not inspecting because they've been in lockdown so as soon as it's all over um, and we can go in I think identifying quality providers um, in the way we do um, which is so thorough and comprehensive uh, is just what the industry needs
0: Why do you think that the public are uh, apprehensive towards these sorts of fields?
1: I think that what has happened is unsettled the public by not being able to visit their loved ones at the time and um we hear about it all the time in the press and what have you but it's had a devastating effect on them and in fact many people are saying that they're going to take their their loved ones out of the home and look after them because they if the fight you know if, if there's a fight again um, They're frightened of not being able to even out with, with their loved ones. So yeah. I think it's the public who's going to, and also people in care homes, of course, in this turmoil, in this crisis, have seen so many of their friends, you know, dying in that family. It's been the most traumatic experience. that it must have enough, well, it does have a knock-on effect on everybody that's been involved in it.
0: Now, of course, we're here to discuss the concept of leadership. We should move on to that subject. Uh, I always like to start this part of the conversation by asking the same uh, simple question. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: Um, the word leader means to me um, that somebody with many skills, um, correct skills. Um, and I think that um, I can give you the normal leadership skills within. interesting personal and communication skills, relationship building or team building, um support a environment and help them with hospital, etc., inspire colleagues, um, decisive, have integrity, dependability. But I think in the care sector, um one has to actually have another important um, skill, which is a commitment to improve the lives of vulnerable people living in care homes doing sure they receive safe, effective, compassionate care with dignity and respect. Unlike most companies, running a care home is very, very daunting these days. There are so many regulations. The regulations keep changing every other year. And uh, to understand the industry, one has to um, have the necessary qualifications, knowledge and experience of the Health and Social Care Act and the Health and Safety Work Act. Also, I think, to be a, a good leader in, in, in a care home, you have a you have to have a good understanding and knowledge of the care sector, working in partnership with key stakeholders, a, system, a systematic approach to problem solving and decision-making, a commitment to staff training and development, and patience, and a hundred other skills. But it is one of the most challenging but satisfying and rewarding jobs that there are. Um, and uh, but it is very onerous at the moment.
0: And where would you say that you developed your leadership style from? Did you have any role models who shaped you in this way?
1: I um, started my own care home uh, in the 70s and um, I was the nurse by profession and um, having time off and wanting, uh, I worked in a care home during my training and I immediately knew that was my future. So um, I actually um, went off and had a secretarial course after I qualified to understand offices and businesses. I had the Cordon Bleu course to understand the food element. Um, and uh, I worked in care homes in London for about two years to understand how they worked at that time. There weren't that many then. And then all my life I've run care homes um, and so recently. So I do have a lot of experience in the care sector and thoroughly enjoy it. I've loved
2: it.
0: Now, when it comes to young people entering the sector, um, at, at this point in time, we're reaching what normally would be the end of the academic year. Um, there's more and more people looking for uh, careers that aren't Office based or uh, necessarily in the same vein as they would have thought at the beginning of this. For young people entering the care sector, what would your advice be?
1: I would go on the apprenticeship programs. I would actually, um, I think schools probably, hopefully, will start. We did a lot of work with schools, but I think schools are the place to start. I think children need, I think everybody's involved now. And seeing older people and understanding them and seeing how wonderful they are there's been so much um, on the screens over the last few months um, and I think that they need to obviously contact the schools. I think that schools ought to make sure there are programs for them to train. I think the whole rule of be that the country needs youngsters going into care and um, and so the training is, is really really important. Going into the care home, one has to know everything before you start, um, so the training element is key. And Skills for care, offer lots of, there are lots of programmes out there, but um, I mean, I myself have um, a training set of videos made by Video Arts, which is managing the care, um, behaviour and attitudes to care, and practical attitudes. But it's such a complex and diverse job that you never can learn it all at once. It's something you're learning every day. And the rewards you get are fantastic.
0: Now, unfortunately, our time together is drawing to its close. But before I let you go, what does the next 12 months have in store for RBD Star Rating?
1: RBD Star Rating is, um, I hope we are obviously looking to going to home and uh, with the model that we use, which is, looking at 2,000 pieces of evidence, and it's a completely holistic approach, um, and we give up reports, um, all graph in graphical format, so the homes can see their strengths and their weaknesses, um, and we're hoping to play a big part in bringing uh, confidence back to the sector and driving forward the quality agenda.
0: Well, Sue, it's been a pleasure having you on the program today, and I do hope that we can have you back on when things get back to normal. But for now, Sue, thank you.
1: Thank you very much indeed.
0: That was Sue Brand, Managing Director of RBD Star Rating. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is my exclusive interview with our chairman, Lord Blunkett. Lord Blunkett, welcome.
2: Thank you very much. It's very good to be with you. to take advantage of in nineteen ninety seven when I joined the cabinet
0: now I know what your answer is going to be to this question, but uh indulge me um do you think secure has what it takes to be p m
2: Yes, I do. I think he has the background, he has the experience, he has the professionalism, he has the forensic uh, mindset, and he has the confidence to have put a team around him